into Mitch Fortner territory there, aren't you? Oh, I am. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right, Mitch, do your thing. <laughs> hey, I can't fill those shoes yet, all right? Oh, I'm okay, all right. Still learning the ropes. Not really, but those are large shoes to fill. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it had to be done, though. You know, he tried to claim that Sandstorm was his the other night for uh, the Villanova game. Really? Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, yeah, right, it's Darude. Darude came up with Sandstorm. Mitch. Be careful. He's, he can hear you. He's got live well, signal. Well, I hope right he now. can. <laughs> Pot him up. But let's get his reaction here. I mean, honestly, you trying to take credit for Sandstorm? Okay, well, first of all, two things. <laughs> One, my shoes aren't that big. I wear seven and a half, so not, you know. <laughs> they actually might be too small to fill. <laughs> Um, and second, yes, of course, it was all me. Every time we have a big game and it's appropriate <laughs> to play Sandstorm, I get the tweets. People are like, at Mitch the Fort, now play that Sandstorm. Is true. That is true. That's only because they, guess what, what I did. Yeah, because they don't have the, uh, the Twitter account of the person sitting next to you. <laughs> well, now, here's the deal. I just relay the message, right? Ah, mm-hmm. Like, listen, the people are speaking. They want Sandstorm. I start elbowing old Brett. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we try to make it happen. You know, I, I can't say I do it all alone. You know, it's a team effort. Um, so, you know, supporting Cass as in Brett, yes. But uh, if anybody wants to take um, the um, the flowers on that one, I'll, I'll go ahead and take them. Ah, okay. Uh, there it is. The humble man himself. That's right. right. How, how, how long do we have a JV game in front of you tonight? Okay, so the JV, uh, so it's the girls, Manhattan girls against Topeka High. The second half literally just started, um, but the the score is Manhattan 32, Topeka High 2. Oh. So we may have, and now it's 34 to 2, so we may have a a potentially a running clock, but the thing is it is scheduled for a 6 o'clock tip for the girls varsity. You just never know. It always depends on where we're at, what the AD wants to do, if they want to get the clock rolling a little bit early on uh, on the 22nd or the 20 minute pregame mm-hmm. clock so but uh yeah okay it's still still kind of up in the air all right so i've got my reference points now for the for rest of the hour at least to go with you and i were talking before you left a, a little bit about the fact that there's good news out there today as it pertains to k-state football and if we were do some I think, because of uh, all the reactions that we've had to those entering into the transfer portal, to come away with the commitments that have come here in the last 24 hours bodes well, I think, for for what we're looking at here over the next few weeks as well. We were really needing some good news. It wasn't just like one thing. We needed a string of good news because... In this last week has just been a real downer, and it's been mostly, of course, because of the Naquan Tomlin story, but Colin Klein on top of that, he was actually the one that kind of kicked that off with leaving for Texas A&M, and things just kind of snowballed from there, and it wasn't a whole lot of positive other than wins. And we should have been talking about wins. We should have been talking more about K-State beating Villanova in overtime. We should have been talking more about the K-State men winning at LSU. The K-State women are 12th in the nation, like basketball is looking really good right now, but 
the whole Naquan Tomlin versus President Richard Linton story or the people versus Linton, however you want to headline this thing, it took away the headlines. This week, we knew signing day was coming up. We were expecting some recruiting news to start to take off, and it did. If you don't mind, I, I want to share some thoughts, actually, on the first the, the, the two commits that we got yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start with East Easton Kitley, or Kilty from North Dakota from the Fighting Hawks. Uh, offensive lineman, big kid, 6'5", 305. He was a junior this past year. He's been starting since he was a redshirt freshman. I know wide receiver, probably defensive end is another spot they might be looking towards the transfer portal, but there was no doubt offensive line was going to need that attention. You're going to be losing four of your five starters on the O-line, and that's not counting Carver Willis. I mean, Willis and Taylor Portier, it sounds like you know they're definitely going to be coming back for now, um, unless something crazy happens, I say for now, because you just never know. But you wanted more experience. And Easton Kitley is going to – Kilty, I keep saying Kitley, but Kilty <laughs> is going to be an interior offensive lineman, a veteran who has started a ton of games, has a ton of experience. Can't really speak on the numbers of, of North Dakota. I just don't know him that well. But you're talking about an honorable mention Missouri Valley Conference player. So um, I, I, I'm excited about this one. This is the 38th-ranked best player in the portal right now, according to rivals. That's a pretty big get and if you look at the offer list, I mean, this was just filled with Big 12 and Power 5 programs. A lot of teams were wanting this kid. He visits over the weekend. He loved what he saw, and now he's going to be a Wildcat. And then um, what a touch on um, the wide receiver the from Troop Texas and, and Trey Davis. This is a four-star kid. Um, it's obviously a sexy pickup because of the four stars that he has. He's one a buck 71 with rj garcia leaving there's not a surprise i mean Mm -hmm. he got lapped by jace brown and um i think this is another type of caliber player like jace brown is where you're going to hear about him really developing in the preseason and it's going to be one of those names you expect okay as a true freshman could we see him on the field i think he is that caliber of a player i still got to go watch some film but just from what i've heard of him this four-star kid who has been rated what the um i mean he's a top 50 player or top 50 player when it comes to wide receivers in in the nation so this is a very big get as well uh for k-state football so yes two really good gets for k-state in the last two days that hopefully will uh boost the spirits of k-state fans what it points up is that while all of the negative had been going on and i don't mean that for any of the players that have entered the portal or any of that it just comes off as a negative in that it's detracting from what the roster is and and what we're used to as fans there's still everything in place behind the scenes to be adding we're just not seeing that process moving as fast as players moving into the transfer portal no i mean k-state football is fine when you see 18 19 guys five of them are walk-ons in the portal i mean heck for some other power five that's they wish they only had that many guys in the portal maybe they wish i don't know it depends on their uh their uh, their issues i mean if you're really in a bad spot you could see gosh 30 40 guys jump into the portal but you know like i mentioned with Wyatt yesterday k-state just wasn't riding the momentum they had last year coming into this year it was different 
this this year ended on a, on, on a bit of a disappointment. You lost to Iowa State, um, and you lost four games by one score. You didn't have the Big 12 championship game to play off of, where we all saw, like, what, I think just four or five guys jumping in the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't as much work to do when it came to reloading or rebuilding. Um, it, it, it is a lot of turnover, but that's the day and age of college football. We could I, I don't even want to complain. There's no reason to complain about the turnover of rosters year in and year out because that's just what it is. Guys are going to find other opportunities. They want to play more, so they're going to go this way. Guys have opportunities. They had a great year, so there's more NIL money out there. They want to go after that, so they're going to go chase the NIL money. Um, you know, K-State's got to play ball in the NIL, and I think they will. Um, but they're not going to be playing as big ball as much as some other programs, right? Yeah. So turnover here, for good or for bad, it's going to happen. But the thing is, re- let's remember, since the transfer portal became a thing, K-State has benefited more than they've been hurt by the transfer portal. So always keep that in mind. K-State, year in and year out, has always been a winner in the transfer portal by what they've been able to pick up, not by necessarily what they've been losing. And, in fact, this number went reported, and I don't know that we even touched on it, but someone did the math in this season in college football. Transfer players accounted for just over 20% of the FBS rosters. That was this year. Wow. So next year is going to be probably that much more because right now, just in the week, you have seen on average programs losing 12 players. Hmm. I mean, it's just, I, yeah, it, it's just, it's it's going to be highly active, and it's always going to be highly active. I'm trying to think. I think I heard a number yesterday, 2,100 guys are in the yeah. portal. Yeah. yeah. That, that's something what, like that. I remember last year, this time, I think we heard the number, like, it was 1,200 and thought, geez, yeah. like, that is an out-of-control number. We weren't even getting started at that point. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, and when you factor in, that now you've got expansion of the playoff field for next year. So teams are looking to stock up and get ready for that. You've got the Pac-12 implosion taking place, so that's impacting where guys may be considering where they want to play going forward. And you're right, the money then also becomes a part of it as it relates to the NIL. There are so many factors at play this year that – the, the transfer portal becomes an easy answer for a lot of guys. Well, and remember, I mean, college football forever now has been about money, and now finally no. the players are getting their opportunity to make some of that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's why I'll never blame an athlete for getting an opportunity to go get a bag of money at the collegiate level uh, because most of these guys don't have the opportunity to go play professional football you have the nfl you have the xfl you have the canadian football league and that's about it i mean percentage wise when it comes to football i don't think it compares to basketball numbers and how many of those athletes can be able to go on overseas and play in every other country there's just not that many opportunities to actually go make some good money in football until nil became a thing so i I, i'll never blame them you know i I hope there's you know I've, i've seen it on social media with Kobe Savage and his uncle or whatever, his family and fans going back and forth, not worth it, not not worth starting fights. I know we're upset Kobe. about Kobe leaving, yeah, Matt not, Lack is leaving. I'd love for those guys to stick around, but you know, that, it's just what it is. It's not Kobe's family, it's Will Lee's family. That's whose uncle has oh, is it been, Will Lee's? Yeah, that's whose uncle has been sniping 
uh, and trying to encourage current players to exit as well. Oh, really? On, I didn't see that. I wasn't yeah. even paying attention to that. I just heard about it. That's why. Okay, so it is Will. Uh, okay, so yeah, not the pretty. Well, and he also was criticized. I mean, he was criticized on his way out. It was not the most consistent year for Will Lee, even though he's a great athlete, and that's why so many programs at the Power Five level wanted him. Um, yeah, it sucks to see there's that kind of bad blood with him leaving, but, you know, didn't leave a good impression in his last game. And I think it was maybe one of those, you know, maybe the coaching staff spoke up and said, it's time to move on. I don't know if that's true or not, but I could see that potentially with Will Lee. Uh, I mean, when you're half-ass in a tackle in a huge game like the Iowa State game, you just push a guy into the end zone, basically. That's not going to stand. That is not good. And that made K-State look really bad. It did. See, that's, though, where playing in uh, the uh, SEC will allow him to overcome that because that will never be that cold. (laughs) No, that's true. (laughs) Don't have to worry about uh, snow blowers and leaf blowers and snow shovels to try to clean off the field at every media time. (laughs) I'm going to have to watch my uh, Twitter account now, aren't I, after uh, after firing that one off. (laughs) Oh, boy. So I... I played uh, Name That Tune with Dave G a little while ago. He did not get this tune in four notes. So uh, Song of the Day is going to be one, I think, that flummoxes you when we, uh, when we first start this thing. So you already played it with him, so he already knows what the song is? I no, he I does don't. not. He, yeah. No, I've not revealed. <laughs> so do I get a chance to guess then? You will. You okay. will when we come back. We're back with more on the game in a moment. Yeah, it's 1350K, man. It's news talk. It's sports, weather, politics. Bowl season is upon us, by the way. Oh, that's right. Six bowl games on Saturday. We've got two of them. Oh, nice. Starting at 930 in the morning, kickoff just after 10, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia Southern versus Ohio. Ooh. Classic matchup. That night, the Starco Brands L.A. Bowl, hosted by Gronk. Oh, heck yeah. Wrapped around having coverage of Manhattan High basketball that afternoon. Very nice. What is a hobby or a group or an activity that you tried and you gave it an honest try and it just wasn't for you? For me, it was Boy Scouts. When I was a kid, I tried to be a Boy Scout, and I go, this is dumb. But now I wish I would have done it. Yeah, the older start a fire. Yeah, the older I got into Boy Scouts, the more I was like, actually, I kind of this is kind of fun. But yeah. yeah, I remember as a kid, I was like, man, this sucks. I know. Got to come out here, got to sit around a fire instead of playing video games on the weekend. Yeah, I didn't even there. get that. I got the Tiger Cubs, and I was like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Man. See, I think if I would have started earlier, yeah. I wouldn't have. I started in like the third or fourth grade, so I only had like two or three years of the little kid stuff where you got to the fun stuff. Yeah, I wanted the fun stuff. Yeah. I was like, where's a pocket knife? Yeah, you got to get to you got to get to middle school, yeah. and then they're like, uh, knives, fire, who cares? Oh. Middle school, all rules are off. Oh. Just go nuts. Junior high football. Mm. The fly is, is that I went to school with a number of people who were looking to knock my block off <laughs> just because I existed. Oh, no. Yeah, I went to school with a few bullies. And you were like, oh, great. I'm giving him a running start. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And I could not hold my own in the one-mile run. So, oh. Ooh, that is a bad recipe ah. right there. Uh, let's just say that I made a much better choice in the long term. I've made a career out of calling football games. <laughs> yeah, you and me are the same path there. there football, you go. not good there on the field. I think I might switch to the media side. Uh-huh. 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 That would be it, yeah. Right on. About a minute. Um... You know what else I got for you? 
Um, I only had that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, all no, right. no. That's fine. Uh, what lyric do you just not understand at all? My wife was so weirded out by STP's uh, line from Vaseline. Flies in the Vaseline we are. She's like, what does that mean? She hated it. Is, is there ever been a line you're like, what are they talking about? There's been a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, so you. I can't pull that out. <laughs> I know, that's a hard one. Usually I sober up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh! <laughs> Mitch's high school basketball for us next. Manhattan High girls opening the doubleheader against Topeka High.